listening to Comedy Central. Hello there, friend. How are you? Welcome to the You Up podcast. It's Nikki. How you doing? Happy Memorial Day. It's po- the day after Memorial Day. It is Memorial Day in my world. When you're listening to this, it's the day after. I record a day early. It's just for the best. Um, how was your Memorial Day weekend? I wonder. I hope it was really good. Like I truly mean that when I say that. I hope it was relaxing and um, there was some kind of um, – I, I hope you thought about uh, fallen veterans. I hope you gave one pause of a thought to it. I, I did that today um, – because sometimes that's all you can do. We're all going through a lot. But just give a thought to those who um, who fought for this country. I mean, like some, Jeffrey Ross, Jeffrey Ross, that's what he calls himself on Instagram. Jeff Ross just posted um, thinking of those who are braver than I am. And I was like, yeah, that's so true. Like, that's really what it's about. What's what it is about. Um, because, God, uh, that war is so scary. The scariest thing, like that's all I think about whenever I start to get bummed out about the quarantine. I'm like, at least we're not in war yet. Um, so yeah, I watched, there was some, uh, they were talking about the Memorial Day uh, service that they throw. They throw, they're, they're whipping it together. Yeah, they call up um, some party planners to throw um, the memorial service every year at Arlington National Cemetery. And they put up streamers. No, they um they get a keg. Uh, they were spinning it though on the radio or on the sh- the radio on the TV today. The TV that every parent, every all of our parents have in their kitchen. That TV, yeah. So that TV was on because it's always on. It was on MSNBC or something like that. At least my parents don't watch Fox News anymore. Uh, ironically, it really was just stirring them up into a frenzy where they're just they hate all day. So I made them stop listening to Fox News, but. They were talking about Arlington National Cemetery and how it's like usually throngs of people out there today, along with families of veterans and um, and soldiers and different, you know, people that are there because they lost someone or because they are lost themselves. I don't know. And usually there's throngs of people and you they're like, this year, though, those people have the cemetery to themselves because it's blocked off to the public. So they were like spinning it like it's a good thing. They get to be alone. I get that, but I don't know. There is something also about the tradition of it and how that's totally thrown off because you heard and it's like they've been doing this every Memorial Day for so maybe like I'm just going to guess 100 years, but I also have the 30% exaggeration tendency that my dad does. So it might be 70 years um, on that or it might be 130 years. We're going to go in either direction on that one as well. Um, But, you know, Trump didn't give a speech or anything, which is so weird. Honestly, I was just like, okay, yeah, even if I were Trump, I'd be like, oh, I don't have anything to, like, he probably didn't, like, write a speech, and he's like, well, he he never writes his speeches, I'm guessing, and he goes off book a lot, but, like, even if, let's talk about Obama the night before speech, like, oh, shit, I got to write a speech for tomorrow, like, I got this, like, it's Memorial Day, you've done it four years in a row, there'd be some part of you that's just like, can I just copy and paste last year's thing, like, has anything changed about my thoughts about the troops? So you could kind of like he could have. What I'm saying is, I think Trump could have said fucking something. To the best of my knowledge, I don't think he gave a speech, but I I could be wrong. But I think it was like no one spoke, and it's like okay, so just a bunch of people showed up and like stared at each other and just like wept. I, that just seems weird to me. But guess what? Everything's fucking weird. 
I've been up um, for a while today. I've worked. It has not felt like a holiday at all this weekend. Not one second of a, well, there were a couple seconds I went to that party yesterday, but then, you know, my sister was over and um, the power went out. You guys heard that. We had a good conversation. She had to leave before we could get her back on. So I apologize. We didn't get to finish that up, but she's going to be on very soon. She was very excited about her first podcast appearance. And I was like, you've called in before. She was like, I've never been in person. Um, so I went to that barbecue and that was kind of relaxing and max and all cool and all shooting some people. No, we didn't do that. Starting to sing the Fresh Prince song, but, um, no, we, that felt, that felt like a chore. Not going to lie. Sorry if anyone from the party is listening, going to that party was not my idea of like taking it easy, even though it was fun and it did have food there and it did have beer still a little bit of a chore. Um, would have rather been doing work, to be honest. Just kidding. Actually, no. Work is my comfort zone, and I'm not kidding. I would rather be working than literally anything uh, social ever. Except, no, that's not true. Meals with really good friends, where you can just be, like, completely honest, that's probably on the top of my list. However, um, today was no break. I woke up. I had to turn in a script by 10 a.m., I woke up and I went and had breakfast. Um, I didn't get to meditate because I just wanted to jump right into it. I did get to meditate later. We'll get into that. But I sat at breakfast with my dad and he is talking to me, reading his, the New York Times and sharing s- different quotes with me. And I'm, I, I told him, dad, I'm sitting down. I just like want to be not in your office where it's stuffy because we don't have AC going on. So can I just do my work? I have to prepare for today, but like and eat my cereal, my oatmeal. Can you just not talk to me though? I'm sorry to be rude, but like, just don't talk to me. It's like classic what I would say to someone at Starbucks, you know, that I'm sharing a table with. I'm just kidding. I wouldn't say that to them because that's the vibe. Yes, we're sharing a table. It's nice to have you there to keep me accountable. It's kind of like focusmate.com. They're not a sponsor, but they should be because I'm obsessed with focusmate. But that's the joy of it is that I'm not alone in the office. If I'm alone in the office, there's no like, I'm a performer. There's always like a performative quality about whatever I'm doing. And if you give me the chance to be performative, I'm going to excel more than if I were just left alone. It's just the way it is for me. So I was like, dad, can I just sit here and be social, but like actually don't talk to me at all. And he was like, got it. And he's very understanding. But then he talked to me maybe 20 seconds later. And I was like, I'm sorry, dad. I just, I can't like, I put on my noise canceling phones, um, not headphones, phones. Um, and I, no one calls them phones. I don't know why I just skipped the head part. I'm going to call them heads. So slap those babies on, put on the noise cancellation. He's still talking to me. Uh, and then I had to go do a writing session. Then I had to, no, I, no, then I went for a run. That's what I did after that. Cause I had a little bit of time. Now there was something even after that. I got done with breakfast Oh, I had to write that script. I sent in the script, went for a run, talked to Anya on the phone for 10 minutes, which was a fucking gift. I loved catching up with friends. Had to get dressed, had to shower and look hot. Not hot, but like presentable because I was on one of my favorite podcasts, Never Not Funny today. One of my favorite podcasts. I used to listen to it back in the day. I mean, they were the original comedy podcast. I was a fan back in 2007, 2008. Jimmy Pardo is the host. Matt Belknap is the co-host. Um, it's just so funny. It's exactly what the title says. Never not funny. Really. I recommend listening to it. You can jump in. They're just like, it's just so fun. So I went from being a huge fan of that show to finally being asked to be on it in like the natural way. I just kind of, I always was scared of Jimmy Pardo because I 
was on Last Comic Standing the same year that he was. We were both at the um, we went to, we auditioned in Chicago to uh, at this you know the very beginning of the show, first episode auditions where it's like open call. And we both made it to the night part portion of the show. However, I did not deserve to be on the night portion of the show at all. Uh, Cause I had been only been doing comedy for like a year and Jimmy Pardo had been doing it for a long, like he was one of the best still is. I really attribute the way Jimmy Pardo talks and the way he thinks and the way he, he um, comedically his uh, broadcasting skills. I, Probably, if you like me, you're going to like him because I learned from him so much listening to him in his podcast because he had on all the best comedians in LA. He was the best comedian in LA. Still is just so fucking funny. And I went on there today. And I think it's like my fourth time on the show. But there's always like, oh, so what I was scared of Jimmy Pardo because I went, I, I beat Jimmy Pardo on Last Comic Standing season four, which is ridiculous. Like, should not have beat him like it just didn't make sense it made it it was so obvious to anyone watching that this show was not based on who's the actual best comedian because there's no chance there's no way I was and it was even I would have said that it truly was humiliating to be um to to last on that show longer than Jimmy Pardo and there were a few other people there too that um and John Roy also got passed through that night shout out to John Roy and Gary Jerry Jerry D from Canada John Roy was a dick to me the first night because we all went out afterwards. After me, John Roy, and Jerry D made it to the finals, I was 21, no 20. I was 20 and I was fucking psyched, but also like embarrassed. I got to be honest, I really was. No part of me was like, I'm a great comic. Like I was like this, I only made it because I'm cute and I'm young. That's it. And, and I knew that and that's the truth. And I had promise. I mean, I wasn't not funny. I had really good jokes. If you're wondering the joke I told on the show to get through, because this is the thing about Last Comic Standing. If anyone could find this footage, I would fucking blow you. I promise you a certificate I'll blow you someday. If you can find footage of me from Last Comic Standing, season four, 2006, I got the the, the judges told me, I've told this on the show before, but the judges told me, oh, you're good, but you're too young. I auditioned. I did like two minutes of material. You're good, but you're just a little too young. How long you been doing it? I said, two years. They're like, yeah, it's too young. And I was like, okay. They were like, thanks for coming in. And then I hung up the mic and I walked off stage. And then I heard one of the judges whisper to the other judge. I really liked her. And the other one goes, I mean, I could be convinced. So I ran back up on stage and I grabbed the microphone and I was like, can I do another joke? And it was like the coolest thing you've ever heard. Like, so cool. I even watched it later on being like, who is that? Don't recognize a person at all, guys. That like, I don't know. People say I'm confident and then I see it. I go, okay, that is confident. But I don't relate to that feeling. I truly don't. I don't know who that was. But they go, yeah, do another joke. So the joke I told, it didn't air this way. But I remember the joke I told was, um, I, uh, oh, what was it? I dated, I recently dated a black guy, which, you know, is irrelevant. I would have, nowadays I would have, there would have been a joke about dating a black guy, which this was, this was on the tail end of a joke about dating a black guy. Uh, Oh, because I said I I dated a guy because he had, um, I I looked at his hands and you could tell the size of his, because his hands were so black. And then I said, I dated a black guy and I was like, "Um, we had a really bad breakup though. He actually hit me. Um, it wasn't his fault. I just didn't understand his complicated handshake. And so that's the joke that they were like, 
we'll see you tonight. And I was like, I'm going to the finals. And it was really the semifinals. But so I progressed that night. That's where Jimmy Pardo, me, and a bunch of other comedians all went up against each other, 25 of us at, uh, at Zany's in New York. And then I uh, and then I progressed on and and Jimmy didn't, which was just ridiculous. And like I said, made it very clear that the show wasn't about being the best at comedy, which I, I get it now. If I was making the show, maybe I would have made similar choices, but whatever. I'm grateful for it. But anyway, I was always scared of Jimmy Pardo. I moved to LA right out of last time I was standing and he would be around town. And I would just avoid him because I just thought he hated me. He didn't give a shit. Like he was just like hated the show because what a waste of his time and talent. But then it turns out he's amazing and I became a huge fan. And then I was just like insanely nervous around him for years. And then he eventually asked me on the show. And so I'm on Never Not Funny. And dude, it's so funny. We had this, I, they really, I had listened to a, a podcast taping. A, 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 I'd listened to one of their recent podcasts just to have a refresher. And it reminded me of loving that show back in 2007 so much. I mean, and I went through a lot with them on that show. Um, one of the, the, one of the, the sound engineer or the guy that used to do the video for them when I listened back in 2007 was Jimmy's uh, brother-in-law, Andrew Koenig, who played Boner on Growing Pains, who actually tragically um, died during, while I was a fan of the show. He went from being like on the show every day to like, we, it was like a, one of the biggest losses of my life. I have to say, and I know, and that just speaks to the fact that I haven't suffered a lot of great loss, but that would be up there. And I got almost emotional today listening to the show. Cause I was like, wow, I, I don't know if you've ever lost a podcast friend, like someone that you listened to on a podcast, like died. That's gotta be a thing. It happened to me. And, um, it was never not funny. And boy, does that ha show have a lot of heart and just like, I just love it. So I recommend it. They don't need me to do this for them. But my episode was so funny because we just kept talking about the last dance and how, um, which you guys know, if you aren't watching that by now, like what, how can you even enjoy this podcast? This podcast has turned into a last dance recap, which I'm going to do. I'm, I want to have my mom on. She was making dinner and I told her to, that I'd, I'd go get her in 10 minutes. But my mom and I, we, we need to discuss last dance. We watched another episode last night. I'm not sure she's going to remember too many details because she had a half of some cookie and a little bit of, yeah, she was, she was having a good time last night when we were watching. So I'm excited to get into that with her. And uh, so I'm going to go get her so we can talk some last dance uh, here on the pod. Okay. I'm going to give you this microphone. Sweet. Great. All right. I'm glad I'm not being seen, right? No, this you're not being no, seen. Okay, no, no one's seeing you. Oh, this is thanks. just audio. God, Nick. Yeah, welcome to the show, Mom. Um, thank you've you. You've been here before. Yeah. This is, uh, a, a, I do a daily, I don't know if you even know what's going on with my career right now, but I do a daily podcast. Oh, you're kidding. Every yeah. day you do this? Did you not know that? I really? did know that. Oh, you did. Okay. You told me now I'm not allowed to listen to it. Oh, yeah, I did tell you that. Yeah, and so. have you been heeding that? Yes. You, oh, thanks. You tell me something. I, I do. It I know for a you're reason. really good about that. You you never read my diary never, as a kid. Never. I'm almost insulted. No. Did I, you just not I, think it would be I good? I love you. And I no, that was really nice. I no, never. I knew every one of every parent has read their kids' diary. I know it's so shitty. It's so shitty. I would never do that to Marion. Come in. Come on. You can do it. No, no, no. She can do it. She's gonna push through. Come on, Marion. She I'm can't. trying to fill Jackson her. I want to believe in her so she believes in herself. She can't. Yes, I mean, she is. She can no, scratch there's, it. There's uh, things on the door handle. She's a little, um, she's a little Pippin. Oh, hello, Pippin. 
There's Pippi. Um, I want to name Longstock her after uh, Scotty Pippen. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I, uh, I, I feel free to leave things around here and, and like notebooks and stuff and you won't Don't like touch look him. and pry and do Never stuff that have. you're not supposed to. It's so nice of you. I know. I, I think so too. Yeah, I don't do that to you either. Like sometimes they're like you, I go downstairs to look and steal a sports bra or something from you. Yeah. And I have no desire to find anything you're hiding. I have nothing to hide. Yeah, I don't think you do. I really That's don't. really nice to know. <laughs> but, so don't bother. Yeah, that's a but good can point. Can I just warn you? Just don't bother. But I truly do feel that way about this podcast in the sense that um, I just say things on here that even my closest friends, I don't want them listening to it. Like I don't want- just well, because, most of them are on this. I know that's true, but like the stuff that, because I do a solo, I just talk to myself. Right. And it becomes like very stream of consciousness and stuff comes out that you don't even plan on coming out. And you just mm -hmm. are like, it's just embarrassing. Like I just had this guy that I'm, I like have a DM relationship with was like, oh, like responded to one of my things about the podcast and was like, you're really good at, the, these are really good. And I was just like, oh, you're listening. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. It felt like, oh, you know too much. Who's allowed to listen? Um, <laughs> anyone who's listening right now has permission to listen. Okay. So, so the pe cause people, because people are listening. sister right listen? Lauren could listen, but I also don't want people to feel like they, I feel like you guys aren't listening out of entertainment. You're listening out of curiosity and that would bug me. No. But if you were truly really entertained by me, then go ahead. But I just think it's more about like what she's saying about us. And I don't like that. Well, you do talk about us. So I'd, I'd prefer not to hear it. Yeah. I think that's best. I, I don't even eavesdrop when you're in here working. I don't even like stand outside the door to listen, well, which could be really. Yeah. That would be so weird of you to do. You did that when I was on Conan though. Well, I had to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was appreciative that you did that because I was spiraling after Conan and you were like, I heard through the door. It sounded great. And I was like, it what did I say? Did. No, no, it's, you, oh my God, you were so good. No, you mentioned me saying, my mom feels like she might've given you the coronavirus. Oh yeah, I told him that. And I was like, he didn't, they didn't even play that, which I was bummed out. Oh was, yeah, you got mentioned, but you were scared that you gave Conan I was the coronavirus. So the Conan virus. Coron, yeah. Coron, Conan yeah. virus. Yeah, Conan 19. The Conan 19, um, yeah. You were scared that you gave it to him because we- we're with Conan the we day before away. they started shutting down and you hugged him. Twice. And it was the last person dad shook hands with. Yeah. So we both had yeah. some worries. And the, the problem is that dad was so excited to meet Conan that he said after he shook his hand, wow, I'm never going to, I'm never going to wash my hand again. Yeah. And that was just bad timing for, to meet your hero. Right. And, but we were, I, I didn't really know. You know that old was, joke of like, when you meet someone and you're like, I'm never washing my hand of again. Course, yeah. That's the joke I was making. That yeah. would be like me when I met the, when I saw the counting crows and I touched Adam Duritz's head and I was like, I'm never going to wash my hand again. Cause I kind of remember that. I was yeah. obsessed. Didn't he throw something? Didn't you have, oh, whose towel was that you had? Oh, that was Howie Day's oh, sweat man. rag. Okay. I don't, I don't On know. On the way that. down. No, that's Ryan Cabrera. I don't know uh, who that is. Howie Day. Yeah, he did. He, he never From really Green did Day? much. No, no. <laughs> yeah, how we take how dumb I am. From Green Day. No, I mean, you're not so, I mean, you're off, but. Just off. No, uh, Howie Day, we were just obsessed with him back in the day. Back in the Howie. I don't even think I've ever heard that name. No, you, you shouldn't have. There's one song that he does. That's how much I don't listen to what you're doing. No, Howie Day, you would, <laughs> if you knew who Howie Day was, I would be so shocked. And even if the listener knows who he is, I'd be shocked. But uh, he had, we saw him at Mississippi Nights and Who's we stole we and me, Kirsten, oh. Hala. 
Huffy. We would all like go down to the Mississippi nights. I mean, that was the best time of my life was just going to concerts and getting to touch men that I was so in love with, in love with Howie Day, in love with John Mayer. We stole Howie Day's sweat rag. We drank John Mayer's backwash and we, (laughs) um, and you, you, you were just like me. I mean, you told me the other night that you tell your James Taylor story. I don't know if I should. Why? Because you smoked pot with James Taylor. Is he going to get in trouble for smoking pot back yes, in 1970? Well, I was underage, so yeah, he could have. Uh, well, no. The statutory, yeah, stat- that, the statute of limitations, the statutory of limitations <laughs> has run up on that thing. So I don't think he could be. You didn't do anything wrong. He didn't do anything wrong. No, actually, I was, I, well, I was 16 years old and James Taylor, I'll just tell the total story. Yeah. James Taylor came to Cincinnati and we saw him at music hall and there was a groupie guy who was a friend of my brother's Howard Siegel is his name. He's I'm sure he's still around, but anyway, he knew where every rock star was. He always had pictures with, you know, all the rock stars. Yes. He was a big groupie. Anyway, I said, Howard, where's, where's James Taylor staying? And he's like, Oh, over at the holiday inn over. And so I was with my girlfriends and my brother and we all went together. I was 16. They were 17. And we went over to the Holiday Inn after the show. And um, I just went up to the desk and I said, what room is James Taylor standing? And the girl's so dumb. She's like, oh, room 712 or something. Yeah. So we went oh straight God, up and we're just His walking. His door was open, right? Door was open. Here he, here's, he is taking a sweater off. So he's bare chested. What? Really? Yeah. He, he wasn't w- wearing an undershirt? No. No undershirt. No, he just 70s. had a shirt on. Uh, no, he just had some, something on. It looked like a sweater he's taking. So it was in 75. 1975. Yeah, yeah. You're 16. So anyway, um, yeah, anyway, I, well, I look in and I said, James, isn't there a party for you? And he goes, well, there is now. So he said, come on in. What a great line. Well, there yeah. is now. There is now. So we went in and my brother had always had pot. And so we, he pulled out a joint. Still he said, does. Still does. Uh, pulled out a joint and said, uh, you want to smoke? And he said, sure. So we all smoked a joint. And, and then his wife called. Then the phone rang in the room and it was Carly. And we could, I could tell because he's like, no, I'm not doing anything. Carly, don't, you know, it's like, oh shit, Carly's on the phone. And so I you're said, like, we got to go. Well, I said, go. we got to go. This is too weird. And, and my brother's kicking me and yeah, going, like, shut the stay. hell up. Yeah. Yeah. And so I said, no, we're leaving right now. So we get up to, I'm, I'm like, well, we're leaving. Thanks. And, you know, and he's like going to, well, hold on. And then the manager comes in and he's like, what are you people doing up here? <laughs> yeah. And so anyway, we all went down towards the bar. We couldn't have gotten served, so we didn't even get drinks, so we left. But he said, come on down to the bar with us. Oh, so, man. That's yeah, when you lost him. You had to stay in that hotel then room. I, then I had to go go home, and oh, I got grounded. your sister was so mad at you. Yeah, she, she cried because she was older than you, and she- She was in love with you, James Taylor. In love with James Taylor. I mean, if this, I've run this through my head. If Lauren, back in high school, would have gotten to meet Dave Matthews- Yeah, you would have been upset. I would have- I mean, I would hate her the rest well, of my life. She was really mad. She, she wouldn't have been on the podcast yesterday. She was pretty mad. <laughs> she was pretty upset. Oh, I bet. I bet she's still harboring some upsetness Maybe. over that. Man, I, I would be so I've met mad. James Taylor so many times. Really? Though. Oh, yeah. We met him together. I've met oh, him yeah, before. Oh, yeah. You've even met him. Yeah, yeah. He was really nice. Um, I want to briefly talk about The Last Dance. Okay, fine. Yeah. What? How are you feeling about it? I love this thing. It's 
did you predict that you would care this much? No, I was kind of forced into this show. Right. And um, no, it's turning out to be, I just recommended it to two other people that I thought, they're like, we don't think we're going to like a yeah, you basketball. Don't, exactly. And I'm but like, oh, you do about. not know. Yeah, it's you, it's you do a not know how melodrama. Much it's it's uh, so it's so good. Yeah. What are you? Which are you? Is it Michael Jordan? Did you think he was hot back in the day? I no, didn't pay attention to him I at all, and now he is so sexy. Of him. I I really I've didn't been having follow. like dreams about that yeah. team. Like they're in my life now. Yeah, you're you're obsessed. I love it. I can't believe. I, I want to, I want, you're I wish, re-watching episodes with us. I know I've watched every up. episode twice <laughs> just so I can glean as much information as possible, but yeah, I, I could rewatch this too. Yeah. Because they're it's like a good asleep, book. So. <laughs> yeah. You do keep falling asleep. I'm so tired anymore. I, don't I know. know. I'm so tired too. I, I, I don't know if I have it or not. Yeah. What have what? The <laughs> cove? I'm just so tired all the time. What makes you so tired? Um, not sleeping well at night, getting good rest at night. Mm, um, maybe. And this house is so hot. It's so hot. The AC what is are going we on. doing? When? Um, I'm talking. Your dad said we talked to you. It's okay. <laughs> I'm actually fine with it. It's kind of funny to me that it's this bad, but I, I can I can handle it. I'm you, fine. You are suffering and yeah. We, silence Lauren and I talked about it yesterday that we uh, dad does this so that we're forced to use the pool. Yeah, but he, you and I don't use the pool, and we'll never use the pool. No, and it won't. He's all about that. Go jump and in the pool and cool off. Dad's never blow dried his hair. He's in what, what this is kind blow, of humidity. he's never he doesn't have enough hair to blow dry. exactly <laughs> he doesn't know the pain of cooking when this is going like the stuff that well, we're just doing being in the house is hot you know and he gets to be topless why yeah. are we talking about that yeah no he's he said we'll talk about it tonight we're gonna have a little powwow meeting. yeah about the ac um well we got to watch episode seven of the last dance yeah we should turn it on for that and celebrate last night you were really into steve kerr Oh, wait, who's that? The the redheaded kind of white guy. Oh, I was into him. Yeah, you were like, I love this guy. This is my new. Oh, he that gets was it. A couple of glasses. That you, yeah, you were a couple. Of, I I preface this by being like, I don't know what she remembers of last night, but you were. Ve- I will tell you, you were very into it. Where? Oh, it was all about it, his baseball career. Oh, he went and played gotcha. baseball and he quit. That's he, right. He quit basketball. After winning the third championship, right. took, prime took, of his career, quits. Didn't do so well. Didn't do great, but like did great considering the amount of time that he spent on it. Yeah. Did amazingly. Right. And then, um, and yeah, now we're, it, it, the, the show moves a lot back and forth, but and we really want to know about his wife. Well, I mean, that's what mom and I were Googling the other night. She's awfully cute. Oh yeah. He has a new wife that he met in well, 2006. The, yeah. That's a while ago. That's 14 yeah. years ago. Yeah. For God's yeah. Sake. They've been together for a while. And they have children. Yes. And they have children. Yeah. So she's not like a new gal. No. On and the she, scene. she looks like a fun gal yeah, from she, the pictures. I want to hang out with them. I want to okay. be friends with them so bad. <laughs> I need to know Michael Jordan personally at some point. And I know everyone has that dream. And most of you they, listening have probably had that dream since you were eight, eight year old little boys. And think about all the people. But that I am a new fan. Him. You know what I got coming to the house? Mm-hmm. I got a shirt I got bought on eBay that is a like retro 1996 Bugs Bunny cartoon with him. Jordan shirt. Oh yeah. I Dream remember team, that. Maybe it's like it's such a cute shirt, and I'm having it. I'm shipping it to someone to tie dye it for me, and then they're gonna ship it to oh me. God, you should tie dye. I don't know. I don't want to fuck this shirt up. It's too cute. And I oh. got it for twenty four bucks. I couldn't believe with the other so thing going on. What's the tie dyeing costing? This tie dye is gonna cost me twenty five bucks plus oh, shipping and handling. Yeah, no, it's worth it to me, and I get to support a small business. I'm happy that's to do good. it. Yeah, cool. I've never um, heard of a business like that. Well, they already send me stuff. They the tie dye mm. stuff in the past, free stuff, and then I started buying it because I loved it. 
shout out to high, high spirit, high spirit teas. I look at them up on Instagram. Um, yeah. Thanks for joining me for this podcast. Sure. Is that it? Yeah, that's pretty much it. (laughs) Any other thoughts on, uh, Michael Jordan or no, we just got to watch it tonight and recap. Can you believe his father? Oh, he's something, isn't he? he? No, he died. Oh, that's right. He was, uh, he died. And how did he die? Oh my God. We watched this last night. You're sorry. so funny. He was murdered. Oh, he was. Murdered. I mean, that's not funny, but yeah, he was murdered so and dumped in a weird man. It was terrible. And then he went, you last night were hilarious. Cause, cause Jordan quit after that. And you go, it was before they revealed his dad died. They were talking about Jordan quitting mm-hmm. and you were like, well, of course he did. Of course he did. And we were like, why? Of course. He's in the prime of his career. Like they hadn't shown the reasons oh, why, he, why he quit. And, were, and yeah. I was like, of course he quit because his dad. Died. No, they hadn't revealed it yet, but you were already like, of course. And we were like, no, the reason of the, of course is coming. No, I just, oh, here's that. what I remember. What do you I remember? do remember you guys saying, you can't say of course to everything. <laughs> <laughs> we've been, I got to go, but we've banned my mom from saying of course, because you'll say something or you'll be watching something. And she goes, well, of course you would. And it just makes it, it steals any kind of awe or like It does. I hate that. Well, a friend of mine does that. And, and I it's, hate It's one of those that. things that you just can't, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. you. you I hate I liked, she does You that. know what I liked about it last night though, is when we gave you shit for that word, you mm-hmm. go, I know I'm trying to get it out of my vocabulary. Thank you. <laughs> I really do hate that. I thought that, that was so cute. I, I wanted to that. commend you on that. I don't know that. why I said it. Instead of being like, I don't care what, I'm just saying it. Shut up. You were just like, I need to work on that. And it really like, it wow. really stood out. I'm to learning me. from you, Nikki. I'm learning from you. Um, <laughs> thank you for being on the podcast today. You're going to sure. be on next week too, probably. Cool. I'm just going to recycle you back. The people love it. You're I'm great. Sure. You're hilarious. <laughs> Julie Glazer. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you tomorrow on the podcast. Thanks for listening. You guys uh, say it with me now. Squirt, squirt. Jackpot. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Jackfruit. Jackpot. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Ow.